the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in to the Bruce Hooley Show. 98.9 FM, The Answer. Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. That is theohiopressnetwork.com. In just a bit, we'll be uh, joined by Attorney General Dave Yost. And uh, Friday, he tweeted, House Bill 68 is about virtually all girls and women who should be able to compete in fair, safe competition. Not about any tiny sliver of transgender athletes. Now, there's more to that, uh, but that opens up the other can of worms. We've talked almost ad nauseum already about puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, gender mutilation surgeries. But 68 contained Save Women's Sports, which says, hey, your sex determines where you compete and where you change. I mean, if you're a dude and you want to pretend to be a girl, that's fine, but you can only compete with the boys, and you can change in the boys' room, not the girls' room. Uh, let's welcome him in. He is <clears throat> Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. Uh, Attorney General, thank you for making time to be with us this afternoon. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, Friday, you t- you tweeted, now it's multi multi parted, I guess, if that's a phrase. Uh, House Bill 68 is about virtually all girls and women who should be able to compete in fair, safe competition, not about a tiny sliver of transgender athletes. Um, Tell our listeners what you mean by that in more detail. So the left is trying to take the very small number of people who are transgender that want to p- compete. And it's, it's, you know, guys with an XY chromosome that want to compete in XX chromosome female sports yep. um, that we're talking about here. Uh, but there's, just, there, there's a small number of them. And the left wants to take um, the, their interest in playing um, treat it, take it at face value, and and uh, disadvantage every female who hopes for a college scholarship, a championship, a medal at a track meet, what have you, um, by bringing unfair competition. Mm. You know that's an important point. And I want to I want to go to the the other part of the bill in a second, and and that is what, what they would call gender affirming care. But I want to I want to lob to you the what I believe is a straw man or red herring argument of opponents of what you just said. They go apoplectic and they go, "You're creating a solution for no problem. There there aren't any transgender athletes. I mean, this is just drummed up social drama. How do you address that?" 
Well, to start with, there there is a problem. Uh, now, there may not be a problem in your particular school district in Ohio, um, but we've certainly all seen Riley Gaines and heard her story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we've seen what's going on in different places around uh, the country, and I don't think that it's necessary that we wait for it to become an overwhelming, crushing problem in our own state before we take reasonable precautions to um, establish what the legal standards should be. Yeah, somebody a lot smarter than me once said, you've got to dig your well before you're thirsty. <laughs> if you're trying to put the toothpaste back <laughs> in the tube, it's too late, right? I mean, that's what you're saying, right? You've got to provide protections that are reasonable uh, before it becomes over an overwhelming problem. Sure. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> you also then tweeted, the remainder of the bill is not about medical decisions, but about the permanency and timing of those decisions. That's that's a great way to put it. Uh, unpack that for our listeners. What do you mean by that? Well, let's let's talk about what this isn't. Um, this is not about an 18 or 20 or a 30 year old who, for whatever issues uh, they have in their life, feel that their body is not serving them. Look, you're an adult. Um, you want to seek medical treatment to change your body. That's this is a free country. I, I think some of my friends on the conservative side sometimes forget that basic idea. This is a free country. Uh, if you want to do something like that, go right ahead. What we're talking about here is children, um, people who are going through what, for the best adjusted of us, uh, the strongest of us, the most self-aware of us. Adolescence is a difficult time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think, think things are true when we're 15 that by the time we're 17, we go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I ever, thought, I, I ever believed that. And we are allowing you know, some experimental procedures that Europe is walking back from. They're 20 years ahead of us. Yep. And uh, there are places in Europe that are saying, you know, th- this is not good. We, we are not doing the right thing here. And they're, and they're forbidding some of these same things that are in House Bill 68. Um, so I, I think we, we need to recognize that as painful as these situations are, and there are some tragic stories, Jack. I mean, I, I, and I've talked with families that are struggling with this. Uh, I've got a dear friend, a, a co-worker uh, from back in the day, uh, and I, I don't know if he's listening or not, but I, I know that this breaks his heart. But we're talking about protecting children from irreversible uh, <clears throat> kinds of decisions, and I think that that's worth the state of Ohio establishing a standard. Let me let me just uh, take this one step further with a hypothetical. Okay. Let's assume that because of a medical condition, maybe somebody's got leukemia, or maybe they've got depression, uh, you know, constant chronic acute depression, um, and and I'm I'm not a, a psychiatrist, right? I'm not I'm not citing a DSM diagnosis here, but that they have a horrible, horrible teenage year. They're worried about their future and. There's no medical help for their particular condition, and the physician comes to the place where says, 
this child's suffering is never going to end. And we recommend that instead of letting him or her bleed out or do something horrible uh, to themselves, that you allow a physician to assist them in committing a painless suicide. Now, does the state of Ohio have an interest in saying, doctor, no, we're not going to let you do that in spite of the fact that that's your medical best judgment. No, we're not going to do that. And, of course, we do, in fact, do that. Even for adults, uh, physician-assisted suicide is illegal Mm -hmm. in Ohio. This is not exactly the same thing, but it illustrates the point, which is there are things that a doctor might recommend that the state of Ohio has an interest in protecting juveniles. You can't even enter into a legally binding contract at 15 years old. You said, by the way, that is a beautiful example. And I say, I would say that it comes from the same fundamental notion, which is that, quote, the experts know better and they get to decide when life should start, when it should end, when it's valuable, when it's not valuable. And that is a dangerous precedent. But uh, Attorney General, you said kids should be kids and are not ready to make forever decisions. A minor cannot even enter into a legally binding contract in Ohio. And you just said that. And then the way that uh, the National Review put it in their critique of DeWine, they said DeWine's sudden onset radical libertarianism is not credible. DeWine just recently vetoed a bill that restricted localities from regulating flavored tobacco products. He thinks grown men can't have menthol cigarettes, but children can get their genitals reconfigured into non-working facsimiles. Give us a break. What drove DeWine's decision, if you had to guess? In about a minute here. Yeah, you'd have to ask him. Uh, I mean, he's spoken about this. Uh, And look, he is, uh, I, I've known Mike DeWine for a long time. We've disagreed many, many times over the years. Uh, but one thing you can't say about him is that he is not a thoughtful, decent person. I think he got it wrong here. I, I strongly disagree with him, and I, I hope that the legislature will override his veto. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to subscribe anything to him except a good-faith attempt to get to the right decision. I just don't think he got to the right place. So about 20 seconds, Attorney General. Uh, do you think that the state house will override his veto? Oh, that's the $64,000 question. I don't know. Yeah. I hope they will. Yeah, you and me both. Well, hey, um, God bless you. I hope 2024 is a fantastic year. I know we'll have you back at some point. Uh, but thank you for joining us today to talk about this important issue. Take care. I hope you have a great 2024 as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Attorney General Dave Yost saying, yeah, Mike DeWine, you got it wrong, pal. Uh, now, he's a lot nicer than I am. He, he assigns Mike DeWine some goodwill and good faith. I call BS on that. Uh, More on the other side of the break. The third base coach is windmilling his arm. Round and third, heading home. Here comes the throw. Uh, Hey, thanks for tuning in all day today. It has gone super fast. And uh, we're going to kick this horse even if it's dead. So we're going to stay on House Bill 68. I'm going to read the rest of something. But before we do that, um, 
Alan and I were chatting between the break or not between the break on the break between the segments. And uh, he said something and I, I want you to share what you uh, what you shared with me. Well, I listen most of the time. I don't chime in as much as this, but these conversations really get me thinking. And I admit I'm not the brightest bulb in the chandelier. Stop but, it. OK, uh, Stop but it. every once in a while, I, I think things like this, the people and I use people, the left, who believe we're a democracy, use the minority to cancel and bully the majority. Mm. So that, to me, is a little hypocritical. Yep. Okay. Also, when it comes to kids, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, professional baseball player, professional football player, Olympic you, wrestler. I you, wanted all three. You and me both. Yep. Uh, I'm a disc jockey. You know, <laughs> Kids don't know what they want to be when they grow up, let alone are able to make life-altering decisions. How many college freshmen, college students change majors? I did. So we're talking kids. Yeah. They they want to ride ponies. They want a pony for Christmas. Uh, My my oldest brother, I'm going to deviate here a little bit, begged our, we lived in the country, begged mom and dad, to get a duck. Where are we going to put it? In the bathtub. Of course. <laughs> See? So, totally thought out. <laughs> just like the left. <laughs> I just I just wrote some notes. I just thought I'd pass this along, whether yeah. they're worth anything or not. I don't know. No, they are. And, and um, you know, the National Review expose of the absolute buffoonery of Mike DeWine and that is an insult to buffoons. Uh, finally, and most obviously, it's totally legitimate for governments to regulate behavior involving children, whether it be their access to alcohol, tattoos, or medical care. The argument advanced by Bill 68's proponents and conspicuously avoided by DeWine, I know why it was avoided, is that these surgeries and drug treatments are abusive and against the best counsel of medical science. It's not against political science, though. Even if the current medical establishment has been hijacked by activists, jurisdictions in Europe that have already traveled down this road have come running back to reel in these abuses. Uh, Most gallingly, DeWine declared that his veto was about, quote, protecting human life, end quote, saying so is an insult to pro-lifers, isn't it? And it endorses the legitimacy and, and legitimates the trans movement's appalling and cynical deployment of threatened suicide to get what it wants. And that's what DeWine said in his veto. I've talked to families. And and by the way, we had Jamie Reed on, and this is the mantra, right? This is the talking point. This is how these clinics get parents to consent. The only way you're going to have a happy, healthy, alive child is to enroll in this gender-affirming care there's just no evidence to support that. Actually, there's evidence that shows suicide is 19 times more likely to occur when someone actually lops off body parts and starts that transition. And they listen to them because they're experts. Because they're experts. They're experts. Those are the experts. That's my word of the day. I had word of the day toilet paper today, and that was it. That's it. <laughs> word of the day is experts. Ultimately, what Mike DeWine has missed amid all the supposed testimony 
he referenced in his decision is the truth. Given that the drugs and medical procedures at issue cause irreversible physical changes to children, it is those who support allowing them who should be required to meet a heavy evidentiary burden that they are necessary. Yet once the ideological thumbs are off the scientific scales, studies do not show evidence that experimental hormone therapies and surgeries help lower rates of depression and suicide among people who identify as transgender. In fact, a long-term Swedish study concluded that persons with transsexualism after sex reassignment have considerably higher risks for mortality, suicidal behavior, psychiatric morbidity than the general population. Furthermore, those who try to reverse the transitions later in life have reported grueling side effects and lasting damage such as painful urination, incontinence, infection, sterility, and loss of sexual function. Phalloplasty, a surgical procedure to make a pseudopenis out of a flesh out of flesh grafted from the, the patient's arm or thigh, has complication rates of up to 75%. There is no credible evidence that humans or any mammals are, quote, born into the wrong sex, end quote, or that such a condition could be ameliorated by a lifetime of hormone therapies that render patients infertile or surgeries that usually render them permanently incontinent as well. Enough is enough. But you know what? The hospitals make a lot of money from those surgeries and the drug companies that are financing this trans activism movement make a ton of money. They have clients for life. And that's what this is about. And Governor Mike DeWine, had you had the testicular fortitude to step out and say, look, the the medical industry in Ohio is massive and we need to keep this revenue stream open. I would have had a scintilla of respect for you. You are a clown. You are trying. You're doing what terrorists do. You're do- you know what Hamas does? They, they, they put their weaponry under places like hospitals, right? And they put their kids out in front. And the minute you attack them, they go, oh, you're harming our kids. You, Governor Mike DeWine, are using kids as a shield like terrorists do in the name of of sacrificing them at the altar of profit for hospitals and drug companies. And I am sick and tired of your clown dog and pony show. Amen. You need a hug. I, I, I need <laughs> Valium or something. No, this, this is, this is what it's doing to people like us who are just got, Mike, dude, Stop. Oh, shucks. Fran's going to bake a pie. It's going to be all right. I mean, I I can't, Alan. I just can't anymore. And listen, if you are as perturbed as I am, you need to go to legislature.ohio.gov and you need to write, pick up the phone, go down to the state house and say, I want to see my senator. I want to see my representative. That's what they're there for. That is exactly what they're there for. And do it nicely. Yeah, I would do it nicely. You get it out here on the radio. I get it out here. <laughs> that way when I have to talk to somebody in person or on the phone, I can be kind. Um, I just don't see a bigger issue than this. Now, let me, let me give you a silver lining. Just got a um, brimstone and fire from Jack. Sean Chitwood, thanks, brother. I'm glad you're listening. 
so <clears throat> Hamilton County Juvenile Court, in a decision, wrote, it is a concern for the court that the statistic presented by Dr. Connard, the director of the transgender program, and her testimony is that 100% of the patients seen by Children's Hospital Clinic who presented for care are considered to be appropriate candidates for continued gender treatment. They're not looking at comorbidities. They're not interested in understanding if this this is the snake oil of our time, gender-affirming care. And who is Dr. Lee Ann Connard? Uh, cut 17, one more time. So mental health is really important. So we can refer a child for therapy without the parent knowing that the kid told us they're transgender if they're having significant anxiety and depression. There should be hell to pay. Am I the only one? We don't have time for this. Go. The the only one that's concerned about this recent, so to speak, concern about mental health for everybody, everybody's mental health. No, because that is that is the guy's. Yes. Under which they are going to take away everything that we have. And they're going to say your guns are a threat to our health. Your red flag world. Yep, yep. Your conservatism is a threat to our country. Because you're mentally unstable or whatever they want to determine. The experts. The experts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.